Welcome back to the Flyover Show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, December 19th. Week 15 of the NFL has just wrapped up. Uh, we're going to be talking about all, all the headlines coming out of that. Some NFL news, some great news for some people, some not so great news for some other people. Uh, Scott is not feeling well still. Um, hopefully, he's, you know, we still expect him to survive COVID. Uh, he's joining me virtually from his ranch, uh, both of us from here from Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, Scott, how are you? Doing okay. Um, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, a couple days uh, still. My my quarantine is technically ended, but I'm still feeling like uh, just exhausted. I've lost 11 total pounds this week. Jesus. So <laughs> halfway to my goal for the wedding. So there we go. Jumpstart. Yeah, yeah, I was. I've been. Yeah. I was sick too. Obviously, something totally unrelated. Apparently, um, I lost five pounds in like two days myself. So uh, look at us getting into shape early, right. jumping yeah. the shark on. Yeah, you're getting married. Congratulations, obviously. Um, that's coming up. Like, I got your save the date. It's beautiful. I got a couple save the dates, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That wedding season uh, sneaks up on you yeah, quick. 160 days, I think is what my fiance told me. You guys going to get a tracker or anything? Like a little She's got it. She's calendar? Got it. She's got it covered. She's there got you go. Covered. Yeah, that's the way to do it. All right. So kind of uh, so at least my my I have. OK, I have a lot of things to say about this. Pretty much. Let's say breaking news. This is breaking news. Uh, Eagles quarterback and MVP candidate Jalen Hurts is uncertain to play Saturday versus the Cowboys due to a sprained shoulder that he suffered during Sunday's win over the Bears per league sources. Uh, that's coming from Adam Schefter. Uh, this coming from John Clark of NBC Philly. I'm told there is no doubt Jalen Hurts will be ready for the playoffs. I'm told the sprained shoulder is not considered serious. Jalen's status for Saturday in Dallas is in doubt. Sources say x-rays were negative. Nothing was broken. An MRI diagnosed a sprained right shoulder. Um, again, that's coming from John Clark. So my initial thought is that obviously this sucks for Jalen. Probably not going to win the MVP anymore. It's just him and Mahomes right in there. Um, glad he's going to yeah. be okay. But my major thought is my boy, the guy, Scott, Gardner Minshew will be starting in all likelihood at least one game for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm incredibly pumped. I have been, I told you, I thought at the time that Jalen Hurts had a better rookie season than uh, Kyler Murray, which I still kind of stand by. But when this news broke, I went and looked at Gardner Minshew's stats even better than I remembered. Um, I'm incredibly excited to yeah. see him. On a really bad team, too. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. So he was, so in his career, this is just career stats. Uh, he's obviously still young. Um, drafted in 2019. He is 63% completion percentage, 6,000 yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's really he's good. <laughs> backup quarterback. I was surprised when he was yeah. sent to Philly. I assumed he was going to be traded where he would have at least some argument to be. Because I mean, I think he is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. You know no, I don't know if he's like a top 10. I hope so. That would be amazing. No. But he no, certainly he's should be starting somewhere, I think. I think so, too. I think so, too. He's a little bit smaller. He doesn't have that, like, cannon arm. But he, uh, he also has, like... I don't know. Do you think the uh, the mustache and the underwear calisthenics? Do you think that that scares some teams off? I was. That's what I was gonna say. Because I don't think. I think that that at least in people's eyes, they look at him more as like a goofy guy, 
which, you know, he right. is and he embraces it and he likes being himself. But I think people see that and no one really took him seriously, I think, is the bigger thing. Right. I don't think anyone saw that and was like, this guy's not serious. I think they yeah. just saw that and was like, this guy's a little goofy, you know? 40 and I mean? 12. 40 and 12 is, is legit. That's not what I thought it would be. I thought it would have been closer to like 30 and 20. But And I still would have said he should have been a starter. So now you've got me really thinking he could be like a top 20 NFL quarterback. His rookie year, he threw 21 touchdowns, six interceptions on the Jaguars. So he had a whole other season starting? So he has started uh, 22 games in his career. This season and a half. Yeah. And that was for like a 2-14 and 14 Jaguars team. Um, yeah. With not a lot of weapons. Uh, the whole Jaguars receiving core is like guys who you would pick up on the waiver wire for fantasy. What um, was, was, yeah. Was. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. He's one of those luxury backups. He's a backup that uh, you you get and you pay money for if you're planning on winning a championship because he's someone who can come in and win you games. He's someone who can probably win you playoff games if you need to. How long is Jalen Hurts out for? Uh, we don't know. It would it's it seems like he's just out for the to get. It seems. Like, this is a little precautionary. I have a hard time thinking that this is mostly precautionary. I think that there is a little more to this. I think, yeah. without a doubt, he would... I mean, they're playing the Cowboys for the division. If they win that game, they win, they win the division. Good chance to win the division, even if they right. don't win that game. Um, getting to 15 pretty much does secure them the number one seed, right? Yeah, I think I think if they win this game, they pretty much lock up the one seed. Yeah. So, he's prob- probably... Oh, no, they would, because they beat the Vikings. So mm-hmm. any win from here on out guarantees them the one speed. Um, there was a lot made because Jalen Hurts was hurt, I think, in the third quarter. He, he passed better after hurting his shoulder than he did. Uh, well, you are right there? Oh, yeah. I was throwing um, a rope to my dog. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> but he threw he threw his best pass of the game. He threw like a sixty five yarder to AJ Brown, which is actually probably one of his best passes of yeah. the season. Um, but underrated arm, Jalen Hurts low key as a cannon. I was looking. Mahomes jumped to like a minus three fifty favorite after this came out. Mahomes was had moved up this weekend. He was like plus one fifty, or yeah. just like minus one fifty before that. Um, because of the way those two played in their games, respectively, this weekend. Um, but yeah. I really don't think that this team takes too much. You know, Jalen Hurts is playing at an unbelievable level, but because of how good this team is, how good that defense is, how good those offensive weapons are, I think that this team, you know, looks good with Gardner Minshew starting. Gardner Minshew the yeah. second, who grew a beard and looks fantastic. I saw uh, he gave, oh, no, obviously... No longer the Fu Manchu. Mm-mm. We'll see. Maybe he'll bring it back now that he's starting. But I did see him... Uh, give you know his memory obviously on mike leach uh who just passed away obviously was with him at washington state uh big influence on him um you know that's apparent very heartfelt moving speech that he gave about him but i'm incredibly excited i mean this is going to be an unbelievably good game before this now i'm thinking this might be the greatest game of the year what do you think yeah uh <laughs> game of the year i don't know i mean i'll be watching i'll be watching i love gardner Minshew. Um, he definitely has, I was going to say some, some Mike Leach, uh, pirate powers, a couple extra doubloons in the pockets for this game. Um, I, one thing I just thought of, do you remember? So 
Jalen Hurts must have been the guy that beat him out for a starting job, right? They were both in the Alabama quarterback room together. And then oh. Gardner drank a fifth of uh, whiskey, whiskey and tried to break his hand with a hammer so that he could get an extra <laughs> year of eligibility. The Eagles are going to be all right. Jalen that was in front of him in the quarterback room at Alabama. I didn't even know he was – I mean, she was at Alabama. That must yep. have been wild. The interactions between him and Saban must have been hilarious. He said he did say without Mike Leach, he'd probably be coaching for Saban as a GA or something like that. But I yeah. ultimately, you know, I hope that Gardner Minshew can put on a display and get an opportunity to start again because he's incredibly young and he's incredibly talented. I think you will. You will yeah. Put in some. Uh, go down to the casino. Put in some bets on uh, his overs for the day. I would love to smash those overs. I would annihilate those overs if I could. Not maybe, sure we can. Is this a situation where Philly, you know, last time they had a great season like this, Carson Wentz looks like he was the MVP, goes down, uh, Nick Foles takes over. And You're saying that it was uh, very much a quarterback controversy after that. This Gardner Minshew is like the big dick Nick of 2022. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That would be incredible. That, that seems that almost seems likely. I think we have yeah. to bet these overs. I think we have to find a way to smash these overs. I don't think there's any way Gardner Minshew doesn't have the game of his life. Now yeah. he is going against the Dallas Cowboys defense that is very stout. Uh, Micah Parsons is going to pin his ears back and you know give him everything they've got. But yep. we're rooting for you. We're rooting for you, Minshew. We've got Minshew mania for sure. Okay. You hear that? Huh, no. That's weird. Um, okay, Scott. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Yep. We'll do it. Uh, you, as a Patriots fan, had to, you know, you got to witness decades of uh, teams doing this kind of stuff against you. But yesterday, uh, the New England Patriots committed maybe the worst play of all time. Uh, when they had the ability to just run the ball, run the clock out, go to overtime, was probably the plan. Jacoby Myers turns around, hucks it back to the quarterback. Uh, it's taken by Chandler Jones, who grabs well, Mac Jones. First, first, Ramondre Stevenson had to run for 20 yards and then chuck it to Jacoby Myers. That's true, which probably so I, think, I think happened. I think that Ramondre probably was like, I'm going to score this. There's nobody behind me all right, I'll just chug it to Jacoby and he can get it done. Jacoby probably did not think that that, he knew, like, I mean, they talked about it after the game. It was not the plan at all. And then Jacoby, upon getting the ball, must have been like, oh, crap, are we doing this? Like, what, <laughs> it's the case. I, I've, uh, it looked like a switch was flipped in his brain where he was like, okay, we're yeah. lateral in it. Yeah. Yep. So he had to panic and quick throw it to the only man he could see on the field, which was Mac Jones. Big Mac. Uh, and the only way he would have gotten that ball is if he would have, like, mossed Chandler Jones. <laughs> it's just the most uh, incredible play. Like, he must think Mac Jones is, like, the man, you know? Yeah, he, he has a very high opinion. That's good leadership. That's good leadership when you think a guy can moss Chandler Jones. That's Mac because he, 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 he thought Mac was going to be able to. That's my quarterback. He can do anything. Go up and over. Chandler Jones was able to catch that ball flat-footed. 
and have yeah. a five yards head start on Mac Jones to just level him. Mac Jones after the game taking full responsibility for that play, which is beyond insane. It's wild. He he looks like someone who is so close to to losing his sanity. Yeah. On this year. Um over and over again after the game just kept saying it was his fault that he should have made the tackle. Like, no, no, Mac, it is it's not <laughs> it's not your fault. So a Chiefs fan uh, allegedly who was working on building the Raiders stadium planted a Chiefs flag in under the foundation of that stadium. I think Chandler okay. Jones put Mac Jones <laughs> into the flag underneath the stadium. He shoved them down so hard. Yeah, it was brutal. Doesn't help that Chandler Jones, former Patriots legend. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what there is to say that the defense is good. Right, the defense. Sure. The Raiders had what, like, 250 yards all game. Two touchdowns that weren't touchdowns. We can get to that later. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Those calls. Um, really out of bounds, especially on that last one. Like, that last one. I, I only saw one of them. them. The, the the toe tap on the in the end zone. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one was just really close. Like I, I could see it either. That's. I don't know. That's ones that's just like, it's kind of like that catch that Hunter Henry had where it like moved sort of and like right. sort of hit the ground where it's like, I have no, I so like genuinely have no idea. It. We get burned by it in both directions twice in a month in ways that cost us the game. So it never should have gone to that point. Um, I mean, the offense, Mac, Mac had maybe the worst day that he's had since like his first week against the Dolphins when he threw for like 90 yards. Hit like week one of 2021. This is his worst game since then. Uh, Went 13 of 31 for 100 yards, 112. The offense keeps regressing and regressing. We're terrible on third downs. We're terrible in the red zone. This is a bad Raiders defense. Um, you get bailed out by a pick six on a screenplay. I just, Matt Patricia. I mean, it, he's far away the worst offensive coordinator in the league. Mac Jones oh, yeah. was his, Mac Jones was a good quarterback last year, especially for rookie standards. That was like an elite rookie season, one of the best rookie seasons a quarterback's ever had. And this year, what, he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL. What uh, what, what's what's the Patriots fan kind of feel? Because I've you've been sending me some tweets from Patriots Twitter. Uh, what's kind of the feel? It seems like a lot of people are blaming Mac Jones right now. And that seems no, kind of wild to me. Mac Jones. It's all on Patricia. So one of the tweets I sent you. No one? Your left tackle. Nah. I w okay, fine. I won't say no one. I won't say no one. But the, the prevalent view is that it, it's all Patricia. I mean, it's not all Patricia, but you can't make any moves without firing Patricia first, if that makes sense. Do you think he's actually going to fire him or is he just going to move him? Or will he move him? I don't know. I think you just, uh, that's a good question. I think the whole offensive staff needs revamped. Okay, your second year quarterback, left tackle, right tackle, center, uh, second and third wide receivers, and top tight ends are all having the worst healthy seasons of your career. Uh, it's time for new offensive coaches. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, Matt Patricia's been fucking terrible. Like, there's no, there's no way around it. Yeah. And also, escaping this, now, I, oh, now his name, I can't remember his name, the Giants head coach who was fired. Who's oh. never coached offense or quarterbacks in his life was a special Joe teams Judge. coach last time he was here. Joe Judge 
is the quarterback's coach. <laughs> if I was Mac Jones, this is like, I don't know why I would want to come back to the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know why I wouldn't demand a trade. He it, seems so, he terrible. seems pissed too, which is great for Patriots fans. Like you want him to be pissed, right. but he should yeah. not, you should not have a second year quarterback scolding your offensive coordinator for being garbage. What did you think of Jacoby Myers' press conference after? Because it looked like he had been crying, which is you know possible. Yeah, but he totally, like totally he, took, uh, I, totally took I, responsibility I mean, for it. Matt Gramonde and Jacoby all took responsibility. They, I mean, the culture is still strong with the new organization. Nobody's going after each other, and I think that's a testament to Bill. But I mean, hiring these coaches goes on Bill. I don't know what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. It's either the most arrogant move of all time, or he's sabotaging his own team. Man, so is it, what other option is there? What's the middle ground on that? Has he just lost his fastball, or what is he doing? Is this always how it's been? He's just gotten lucky with guys. I don't know because he had, you know, he's he's had incredibly successful offenses before. This is probably the most heavy-handed he's been in the offense. He's sort of been more of the defensive guy, but I mean, he's definitely been involved in the game plan, but never in like play calling. Uh, the defense is still really good. The special team is still really good. Um, the drafts the past few seasons have been fairly successful, but what, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm reserving judgment on the whole situation because I, I do think, well, now Josh McDaniel is not going to get fired. Their Raiders are at like six, seven wins now. Bill uh, six is, wins. Is he the hope? I think Bill O'Brien's the hope. So the talk was that he he told Nick Saban he would do two years at Bama, and then he said, uh, and obviously Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, besties, and that there was talk that they respect each other a lot, and that Bill or Saban would not be okay with uh, Bill Bill O'Brien leaving Alabama early. So you know, Bel- uh, Belichick may have used uh, Matt Patricia as like an interim offensive coordinator just to get. Uh, Bill back in there. But, like, that's the hope, right? He, yeah, we'll see. I suppose we'll see. They're clearly friends. Bill clearly wants to return to the NFL. Um, I don't know. He's hired really good offensive assistants in the past. Josh McDaniel's really good offensive coordinator. Bill Brian's really good offensive coordinator. Brian Dable has gone on to become a really good uh, coordinator and then head coach. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. It's, it's like the most bizarre coaching situation that I've ever seen in the NFL. Have you ever seen it? There's nothing like this has ever happened. No. Well, no one else would have the like grace to be able to do this. Like no one else would be able to you're right. hire you're right. Matt Patricia as our offensive coordinator and get away with it. Right. But, but when you're that successful for that long, the king, the king of football, he has yeah. tenure. Um, yeah. It's tenure. It's tenure. That's what's going on. It's all just tenure. Okay. Um, I don't know. know. Matt Patricia, rocket scientist, aerospace engineer. That's right. Fitting because, you know, drink some rocket fuel and light them up and blast them. (laughs) That's awesome. I I don't. He should suffocate in space. I hate him. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, Let's move on to a man who may be suffocating uh, probably, in prison. Honestly, would create his own orbit. Oh, jeez. So 
He's a heftier fella. He's a heftier fella for sure. Yeah. Uh, and now he's yeah. probably stress eating because of how bad that offense is. Hold up and, you know, coaches don't eat well anyways. So he's no. holed up no, in Foxborough, not. just down in Dunkin' Donuts, donuts all the time. He's so stressed. Scott wants him launched into the sun. He's stressed he's by gaining weight. Flame chowder. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mainlining flame chowder. All right. Um... Let's talk about this is probably my favorite story of the day. This was something that uh, we found out about, you know, while I was waiting for you to get on just like total chance. I was not going to talk about this as a late minute edition. Uh, so this is coming a few years after Chief Superfan X Factor uh, very publicly on Twitter is kicked out of Chiefs game for life for I think it was getting in fight. I don't even remember how X Factor got kicked out. But uh, another Chief Superfan the most famous super fan, I think, remaining, uh, Chief Saholic, a man who dresses in a giant wolf costume with a Chiefs jersey who goes to every single Chiefs home and away game. Uh, a younger man that no, I guess no one knew the name of. Uh, he had no like public name. No one really knew what he did uh, or how he could afford to do all, you know, to fly to every city when you're like 25 uh turns out we may know how allegedly uh michael xavier babooter babudar uh was arrested i believe in tulsa for armed robbery uh and wearing a mask uh 20 it doesn't say i think it was reported that he's 25 could be wrong he's young um armed robbery wearing mask in commission of felony uh possession of firearm commission felony first offense threatened violent act hold holding electronic monitor required i don't know what that is um bond two hundred thousand dollars so this kind of made sense to a lot of people uh chief saholic on instagram will post a video of himself outside every stadium uh with the chief's flag hyping everyone up starts the same way he just runs in and he goes whoa what the fuck we, uh, well, you already know what the fuck is up uh, a lot of memes about him uh potentially entering the bank that way uh, a lot of pictures of a man in a wolf mask robbing a bank probably wasn't the wolf mask uh but let's assume it was that he did go dressed as his uh i guess chief's fursona uh to rob this bank but this oh, has no, been i'm looking at a picture right now apparently he did wear the chief's mask well i think I think that picture is fake because he is three or four feet wide. And that man just kind of looks, oh, wait. Eh. I don't, I'm not entirely sure that's him because that's not his wolf mask. If he, I don't know what's funnier. If he wore, if he would wear the exact same wolf mask or a slightly different wolf mask. He's got a couple different. I think if he wore a slightly different wolf mask, it would be even funnier because he would like, just think no one would possibly recognize him wearing a slightly different wolf mask. Um, but they did. Yeah. He was arrested. Um, the fact that this guy was just like jet setting around the country allegedly and paying for it by robbing banks just so he could go to chiefs games in place. Also, he would post pictures on Instagram, uh, like of these huge bets he was placing like futures bets on like Mahomes MVP. Like he was, he'd be betting thousands of dollars on stuff like that, which, you know, if you're somewhat responsible, you probably make a lot more than, you know, what you're betting. So there was some serious question into how this young man who has all the time to go to these Chiefs games uh, and money goes to these Chiefs games all across the country is able to afford this. Um, I do believe nice cars, too, that he was driving. Let's assume 
Um, you know, so we now allegedly know how Mr. Chiefsaholic uh, was able to make yeah, it around. The Chiefs, the Chiefs lead the league in these type of guys. Yeah, there's X Factor. And, there was and, another guy like, like the same thing as X Factor. Fans that also have personas. He's the first fursona guy. The other ones, the other ones kind of had their own things. The Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs are running low on super fans now. Well, wasn't I mean, that the thing with the? Didn't the X Factor get into a fight with another super fan? Yeah. Was it, what was that deal a few years ago? And now so X Factor got in a fight, games, but he still goes to away games. So I believe X Factor actually might have changed. I think X Factor actually is a, a uh, Raiders fan now. Um, if oh, if I. Wow. Which kind of makes more sense in my mind. Um, so X Factor was banned from Arrowhead Stadium after getting into a fight with Red Extreme. Okay, so X Factor and Red Extreme got into a fight, uh, and then the interview went viral of X Factor talking about how you know they did the video outside of the hospital. He's still in the hospital gown. He's holding his side and limping as he walks. Actually, I don't think it's outside the hospital, but he is wearing like a hospital gown. Um, just. I'm looking at now the video on the sidewalk of him limping, holding his side. Um, he was banned for life. So, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan out there, you know, as I am, you know, this is your time to shine if you want to become the new, uh, the new generation of Chiefs well, super fans. Future's it's bright. It might be. It might be. I might have to start what, dressing them. Uh, what's your name going to be? There's, that's the other thing. They have good names. Chiefsaholic, Red Extreme. Um, I might be like, you know, Red and Gold Nightmare or something like that. Yeah. I mean, well, the dress is like the Grim flavors, Reaper. Different flavors of like deep cuts of like Mountain Dew. Code Red. You're Code Red. That's your oh, name. good one. Yeah. I'll be Code Red. Maybe I could dress up as a ketchup bottle or something like that. Like ketchup yeah. and mustard, something. I know the wolf's pretty good. Okay. Um, we can get back to talking about actual football. That was a good one. I'm glad we talked about that. That felt like, I felt like a real journalist right there. I really did. That's the real hard-hitting stuff right there. Um, so, the Tennessee Titans lose to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, fall to 7-7. Yeah. Seven and seven. They have now won, f- or lost four straight. Uh, Seven and three to seven and seven. They're now in danger of losing the division, uh, sitting at a 500 record. Jacksonville only one game behind now. Their final game of the year is against Jacksonville. That may end up being for the division. Um, Tennessee has not looked good. Tennessee fans are not happy with their offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, uh, per Durad. Teron Davenport, excuse me. Mike Vrabel said he's responsible for every play call that goes in when asked if he's a part of the offensive play calling. Vrabel said that like everything, the offensive play calling wasn't good enough for the Titans. So this is coming amidst some rumors that I didn't really believe. Um, I thought they were a little outlandish, not only for Vrabel, but for Ohio State. I thought they were ridiculous. Um, The only reason I think now maybe not so much is because of how this team has responded the last few weeks. Obviously, you know, made major headlines firing their general manager just a few weeks ago midseason while yep. winning the division and winning the division pretty comfortably. Uh, obviously, a lot has been made of Derrick Henry and him kind of really being their offense in its entirety. But 
I mean, this game was very winnable. Chargers only scored 17 points with the game-winning field goal. Um, you got Justin Herbert to throw no touchdowns, got two picks on him, uh, weren't able to get it done. So it's like kind of a you know a Titans game. It was gritty. It was tough to win for the Chargers, and they were just able to pull it out. Yeah, they, their offense hasn't been the same since Arthur Smith left, and Ryan Tannehill hasn't been the same since Arthur Smith left. He was like a Pro Bowl-level quarterback in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. I mean, also, yeah. Having AJ Brown helped and they, with that. And they gave him a bag, right? So now you're stuck with his contract. I don't think it's that long and I don't think it's exorbitantly expensive, but you're paying, you know, a running back and a bottom tier quarterback, almost 70% of your, not 70, sorry, like almost 40% of your team salary. cap. That's, that's tough. So Tannehill was hurt during the game. He's peeking out of the injury tent. Uh, that picture went viral. That picture was hilarious. But, you know, we were kind of, I think we were joking a week or two ago about the Jags being in uh, contention for winning the yeah. AFC South. But now they got a huge win over the Cowboys. Jacksonville's looked hot. And the Chargers, I mean, Titans have lost four straight. I mean, they started out rough, lost to the Giants, who ended up being a team. That was much better than people thought. Got murdered by the Bills in that week. Two. I think that was Thursday night football. Or no, it wouldn't have been Thursday night. I think that was a primetime game. And then reel show, off wins. Sorry? Is this are they a good bad team or a bad good team? I think they might be a good bad team. So they beat the Raiders, Colts, Commanders, so. Colts, and Texans, which are not the best teams in football. Um, right. lost a close one to the Chiefs, who are a good team, and beat the Broncos and beat the Packers. They Those are not disorganized teams. They lose to talented teams. Lose to bad teams or lose to good teams. Beat bad teams. Yeah, they're the best bad teams. They're the best. I don't. I don't think they're like. There's some like bad teams in the AFC that could beat some of the best teams in the AFC. I don't think I would ever give the Titans a shot against like the Chiefs or the Bills. You know what I mean? So they they played the Chiefs pretty tight. Um, that was kind of one of those like Mahomes games that was like him doing it. He had like three insane long rushes uh, where, you know, it's kind of desperate for the chiefs offense when Mahomes is having to do that, which he did. And it was like, it was in prime time, went to overtime. Um, they were able to get it done. And I don't think there was any like panic from the Titans when you lose the chiefs, like you lost the chiefs, not a big deal. Close game. Um, you go on, win a couple more and I lose four straight. I mean, I don't know what's, so, like I said, I don't. I mean, is Vrabel leave? Like, what the hell is going on? Is that building on fire? No, no, I don't think Vrabel leaves. I think you just need to. Um, next year might not be good, but I think Vrabel's a good coach. We'll see who the new GM is. It might be Vrabel. Um, I think you just need to restructure the team, right? You've got some money allocated in places that um, means you had to get rid of AJ Brown, right? You weren't going to be able to pay him with who you're currently paying. So you need to get a couple contracts off the books, bring in some, some cheaper guys. Maybe this is a good team for Gardner Minshew next year. You mean that? I do mean that. Do oh mean my that. God. Can you imagine Minshew and Rabel on the same team? Yeah, that'd be sick. Minshew might legitimately dislocate his shoulder because of the amount of times he comes off the field and they shoulder check each other. Like shoulder I could check, see yeah. Minshew actually getting hurt. The amount of chaw that those two would go through on the sideline, like the amount of yeah. Zin rewards that they could get, they would be getting like Yeti coolers every week. 
God, that'd be incredible. That's that might be the perfect spot. I think we just found the perfect spot for Gardner Minshew. Yeah. So they owe Ryan Tannehill. They're paying him thirty-eight million dollars this year. Wow, that's worse than I thought. So a lot of money. It's a lot of money, they're Scott. Paying Tannehill through in twenty twenty four, he's only a nine million dollar cap hit, sort of. Hmm. Um, but he's technically on contract through 2025, but you can dump the contract after next year and not lose any money. So I don't even know if they can get off of his salary this year. He's still dead money. Um, so, you know, if you basically, the, how, here's how the math works out. If you keep Tannehill on your roster next year, you're paying 36 million. If you dump him, you lose, you basically have 18 million that you can't spend. So, can you find a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill for your team for less than $18 million is how that works out. Well, so they do have Malik Willis on the roster who had to start a couple games. Um, forgot about that. Yeah, I totally forgot about that too. But I think so he's, he looks, he's looked better. Now, when they took him, everyone kind of knew it's coming from Liberty. He's going to take, he's, 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 if he's going to be a guy, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, but I think he's shown improvement. Yeah, is he? Hey, let me find out quick. Um, but everyone kind of knew he was going to be a little bit of a project quarterback, unbelievable talent. Um, but yeah. like the, I mean, he's twenty three. He's not old. Right, right, right. But he's not like um, twenty one. Like Tua coming out of the draft or Mac or Trey Lance. No, but I mean, that's. I think that's. He's going to have a real shot to be the quarterback there. Um, yeah. I mean, you spent it like a what, like a second or third round pick on him, so. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, even that, like he his first game, or two, or so he looked horrible, and he's looked better. So, well, you know, as it sits today, let's see. Let me look at the uh, playoff machine. The Titans are. Oops, sorry. Uh, as it sits today, the Titans are just ahead of the Jaguars in playoff percentage, 56 to 44% for each of the two teams. Jaguars are a game behind. Who do you think makes the playoffs out of it? Gun to your head. I think it might be the, I mean, the way it looks right now, it looks the Jaguars. Like if you just look at the last couple of weeks in play, Jaguars look like a good team. Titans look like a very bad team. Yeah. Houston, uh, Houston, Dallas, and Jacksonville are the remaining schedule for the Titans. So probably finishing eight and nine or nine and eight. Uh, Jaguars have the Jets, Houston, and Tennessee. So big game this week for the chart for the Jaguars. I think Jaguars control their own destiny, right? If they win out, then they're in. No, they there's do. Jaguars they do, yes. still behind. Oh, they're right. into the playoffs or into if the they, division. If they win out, if they win out, then they win the division. They control their own destiny as it sits. They're getting in with nine wins? Yes. But will they win the division? Well, there's still a game behind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. right because they have, they would, wow, they would have two wins over. Oh, that's crazy. That team looks yeah. dangerous right now. Wow. Who would have thought? The UFC South is such a shit show. It's it could so be bad. the Jacksonville Jaguars coming out looking red hot. Because Tennessee, like Houston, Houston could legitimately beat the Titans this week. Houston's playing good football. Wow, not playing that good of football. Um, 
that's i mean and then you have the colts whole disaster. i mean that place is a total disaster that building is totally on fire they might need a 10 15 year rebuild (laughs) i don't know what the hell the answer is there uh it seemed like they've been in win now mode for like five years trying to get a guy that can win in the super bowl that year and has not worked out at who's the uh, who's the veteran quarterback they're going to bring in next year Mariota. You think Mariota's the guy? I don't know. No, he, he sucks. They like like statue pocket passer type quarterbacks. They like guys in the Peyton Manning mold. So who who would fit that? Like in maybe Daniel can move probably a little too well. Oh yeah. Cousins, do they bring in Cousins? No, Cousins is on the verge of winning a Super Bowl potentially. They would never trade. You have to be playing. You have to be past your prime. You have to be like like Kirk Cousins in like five years they'll they'll pay. Like Kirk Cousins they'll pay. Maybe they'll get like Philip Rivers out of retirement again. Maybe they'll get like Drew Brees to come out of retirement or something like that. They'll just pay Drew Brees to come out and throw ducks. This is the third iteration of, of an uh, less than mobile veteran quarterback that they brought in that's been incredibly disappointing. Um, so there's a lot of guys. Derek maybe, Carr, maybe, Derek maybe Carr. yes, Derek Carr, maybe Dak. They pay. Maybe, maybe Mac. Maybe Mac Jones. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. That would certainly fit the mold. That one would actually, but that one, you know, one Jimmy year G. removed from back-to-back MVPs. Jimmy G. Whoever, yeah, whoever will not win them a Super Bowl, they could definitely pay. Seems like very likely. Hey, don't you put his name in there, dude. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited I think that for would this. Actually be a good fit too. I think that would be a good fit too. I don't know if there's a good fit. I think that place is such a shit shit show. Um, okay, I'm excited to talk about this next topic because I think it's one of your favorite things to do, at least from what I have seen on this show. Um, Scott, I think you're going to okay. get a chance here to hate on. Oh, I guess we'll table that for Sorry, a little I lost bit. The contact. He lost a contact. Yeah. Damn. I wouldn't know anything about contacts. Perfect vision. Or so I'm told. Oh. I still don't understand how the 2020 vision works. Because I guess 2020 is not the best. No. But it is the best. What's what's the best? 2025? Like 40-20. I don't know. I was always told I had perfect vision. And then they told. I don't know. I haven't gotten my eyes checked in like 15 years. It's like you can see whatever amount you're supposed to see from 20 feet 2020 is like the line for like good vision so how do you get tested for like the super test because i've i've test every like time i got my eyes checked i passed like every test possible and they gave me 2020 like i got everything right do you have to like do it yeah you read the whole chart yeah down to that little itty bitty bottom one What's that about? How come they don't give me perfect? Back up another 10 feet or something? No, that would be impossible. I've heard of 30, 20. Is this just made up? 2020 is like what you're supposed to see at 20 feet, you see at 20 feet. People can see stuff from 40 feet away that's 20. Right. I feel like my vision's like literally perfect. Like, I cannot yeah, I mean, humanly imagine seeing better than I see right now. I think most baseball players have, like, 
Oh yeah, they have like that. I'm sure you know this, but like they have that insane reaction time. Like yeah. no one, no one can react visually faster than they can. Okay. Um, I think we have maybe, you know, as far as this show has gone, um, I feel like I had to toss you one with having to talk about that Patriots loss. Um, yeah. The Miami Dolphins are slipping. They were eight yeah, and three, yeah. now fall to eight and six against very good teams: 49ers, Chargers, Bills. Um, I did look. So they're, you know, started three, you know, then went three and three while Tua was hurt, then beat the Steelers, the Lions, when the Lions were not the best team in the NFC, Bears, Browns, Texans. So not the best teams in football, had to play some better teams in football, have not fared so well. Um, Scott, do you have a big old smile on your face watching the Miami Dolphins struggle? Your uh, hopes of not having to eat a uh, Pocky chip for them making the playoffs suddenly alive and well. Alive and well. Um, yeah, this is their second straight um, three game, not second straight. This is their second three game losing streak on the team. That's not something that good teams do. I don't think they're bad. Um, and I think they played really respectable, but I think they've just proven that they're not a real Super Bowl contender. They're a team that, you know, has way too much talent to not lose the bad teams, right? They're going to just destroy bad teams, they're going to destroy bad secondaries. But once they play, the upper echelon, they just can't compete. Tua doesn't have the juice. He doesn't or have the juice. And I do like their coach a lot. Oh, I do too. Um, yeah. They're just, you know, they're middle of the road team. That has a lot of like, they're a good Madden team. They're a good Madden team. They're not a perfect Madden team. Yeah. Well, second best. The best was probably Chiefs because they had Mahomes with the bazooka X factor or whatever. Not the X Factor that we talked about earlier, X Factor, the card that gave him the ability to throw a little bit further. But yeah, yeah I mean, people were talking about, so, I don't think it was ever going to happen, but people were talking about Tua in the MVP conversation. Now, right, I don't, right. you know, he missed he a lot of games. Like right. So that wasn't really going to happen. Three, three games, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on it? I, I mean, I'm not surprised. This is sort of what I thought would happen. They're just going to go on streaks based on their schedule. They haven't beaten anybody good yet. And they haven't lost any like huge stinkers. So they've just done what they should have done so far. I beat the Patriots. They did beat the Bills they and the Ravens. The right. They beat the Patriots, which so they threw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have. That's they've not had. An I... win. It's not an impressive win to me. No, I think you're right. They they're the literally Patriots giving out. The yeah, the Patriots are literally giving out wins against them. Um, yeah. But you know, beating the Patriots is. I mean, it's not. It's a solid win, like you said. Like the Patriots are not like a layover and die team. Uh, no. Ravens. That was that was that crazy game where they came back. They put up 21 points in the fourth quarter uh, I, to beat I, the Ravens. I will go back. They beat the Patriots in Week One. September Patriots is a layover and die team. Okay, uh, lost the Bengals, lost the Jets, lost the Vikings. Uh, they got kind of railed by the Jets. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I kind of agree. I don't. I'm not as out on the Dolphins as you are. Certainly, um, I still think well, this is a really out, good out team. In terms of what, like, I'm still sweating. I think their their playoff odds are still around like seventy percent. So I'm still sweating. It's not looking as bad as it did a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they yeah. well, they could lose out. They could lose out. Green Bay so, is the only team left that's not 
that has like a sub 500 record. Yes. Um, sorry, I was just checking the Green Bay Rams score right now. Three nothing Packers. Uh, that's a thrilling Monday night football that we're missing. Uh, so Packers, Patriots, Jets. So they could lose to the Patriots. Yep. Uh, is that in Foxborough? Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. So we have to go up to cold Foxborough, play there. Um, Packers, you know, we'll see. And then the Jets. So they, I mean, this team very well, well could miss the playoffs. I think they're still a very dangerous team that can beat pretty much any team. Um, very talented, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. This team is it's this is still this is still pretty surprising to me that they've dropped three straight. Um, the Patriots, I mean, 49ers, the losing really like messed with. This was supposed to be like they would have fallen like near fifty percent playoff odds if the Patriots would have won today. Patriots had eight and six. A game up on the Dolphins would have been hard for them to overcome, but. Now the Patriots at seven and seven. So, yeah. So I don't in that second wild card spot, and I would need basically I need the Chargers to pass them, and then either the Patriots or the Jets to pass them. Which could happen. I have to play both those teams yet. Yeah. Okay. Did that uh, did that cleanse your palate at all? Um, I'm so worried. I part of me like for the content, like I'll do it. Yeah. Right. That does really that fun. does make like a loss when your team like plays embarrassingly. It kind of makes it better where it's like uh you know, you have to talk about it. I mean, that's the worst play. One thing we should talk about, how many of like the worst plays in NFL history have the Patriots been on either side of? So like, there was the that in Miami when they put Gronk at safety. Uh-huh. There's that one. There's that fake punt against the Colts. Yeah. That was against the Patriots. But fumble was against Patriots too? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Butt fumble was a scoop and score. I don't know if you remember that. I had forgotten. I totally forgot. Like, I just, when you watch that video, it's just loops. Picked up the guard and uh, Mark Sanchez ran right into his ass and fumbled. And the Patriots scooped and scored. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like. That still stays as the worst play of all time. It's just because of the nature of. But this was like this is up there. This is worse than the. This is worse than that fake punt. Yeah, because the fake punt, I believe, was just that one guy. It wasn't supposed to be snapped. It was just right. kind of like one of those plays. This was. And um, the result was just uh, you know a turnover on downs. Yeah. Not this a, is <laughs> not a loss of the game. Yeah, this is up there with the butt fumble for sure. It's up, yeah, it's up there. I still have the butt fumble as the king of like 21st century bad plays, but like all the Mount Rushmore of like bad plays that you remember from this century, the Patriots are involved in all of them. That's a really good point. This is just like the football gods, I think, getting revenge for Bill Belichick hiring a defensive coordinator as their offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's fair. We deserve it if that's the case. I, don't know, I feel bad because was Jacoby Myers the guy who tried to get Devontae Parker out of the game last week? Was that Jacoby? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, that was uh, Nelson Aguilar. Oh, that was Aguilar. Okay. Yeah. You I mean, know, I mean, Mac yeah, Jones is, not having his best game. We, we, we have blasphemed against the football gods. Committed arrogance and disrespect. Yes. And this is, if that's the case, then that's, you know, that's what we deserve. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe Belichick just sold his soul for football dominance. And now it's just coming home to roost for him, which I would think you ask any New England Patriots fan, if that were the case, they'd probably take it because you won six Super Bowls in 20 years. Yeah. But <laughs> probably worth it. I think most people probably take that deal. Six Super Bowls in 17 years. Didn't they have like a stretch where they didn't win like one for like eight years too? Uh, 2000, almost 10. Yeah, 2005 season to 2014 they went to yeah that's the craziest part that's the craziest part i think that people don't remember is they went nine years without winning one right while having like 12 wins every year yeah it's just how like you'd be so lucky to win a super bowl you have to have so many things go right it'd be really good you have to be lucky wow how about it okay um a little bit of shorter one didn't go live um tonight i think we're both feeling a little under the weather um but hit that like button hit that subscribe button we appreciate the hell out of you guys uh have a fantastic week we appreciate you thank you bye-bye yeah.